Yeah, kick us off. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't. I got it. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Society of Chicago. Uh, This week, we are taking a little bit break from our interviews, and we are going to debrief on some of the communities we already covered, as well as give you some updates on our experience with them. Yeah, so we thought that as we prep for the rest of season two, it'd be good to just kind of take a little bit of a breather to reflect on some of the people we've spoken to and just hang out, talk to each other, and uh, let you listen in. I've had a couple experiences. I know you guys have had some experiences with some of the communities that we've talked to now, and there's a lot that we can kind of update on and talk about. Yeah. So before we kind of dig in, now that we're kind of halfway through season two, do you guys have a favorite episode um, of our entire podcast? The one I geeked out about the most was definitely beekeeping, Name and Gamble and The Hive. That one, I, one, learned a shit ton about bees, but two, I got really into like the like art of beekeeping and stuff, and it was very fascinating to talk to them about it. So definitely, I think I said this on the episode, but there is a significant chance I get pretty into beekeeping at some point in my life. I think I liked that episode because of how much you <laughs> liked that episode. <laughs> Glad my, you know, my enthusiasm was contagious. Like, like I think I was a I was a big fan of your enthusiasm for that episode. It was very good. I I really really enjoyed the talk with Kevin Koval mostly because of the history that came out of him being in Chicago for so long in the community that he started. There's a very large historical element to it, which I think is awesome. I've been like kind of re-listening to our, our initial episodes and I listened to the female tattooers with Cassandra Knox. And was super impressed with that interview. Like, I, I don't know, like when we published it, I thought it was solid and, and a good conversation. But kind of going back on it, I was like, yeah, that was like a pretty baller interview and a really cool perspective into a community that I don't see every day. I've had people tell me that was the episode that really like drew them in because it was such a different kind of community than they were experiencing or a part of. And that was kind of their hook into exploring, you know, our show a little bit more. Yeah. What other feedback have you guys gotten? Um, The feedback I've gotten is to uh, look at the mic and not fidget (laughs) when I'm being recorded. That is feedback I've gotten from you two, and it's been very (laughs) helpful and yet hard. I say this as I clench my hands. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> I also got feedback from a former coworker that basically called me a heathen for not knowing "Lucky" by Britney Spears. So <laughs> it's just such a good song. Pretty roasted. Yeah. It is a very good song. It's um, just such a good song. But Gopi, uh, shouts out to Gopi. Yeah. While we're doing shout outs, we recently got some more advanced analytics on our podcast, including locationally where people are listening. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my friend Walid Baruki for listening weekly from Kuwait. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Sam and I were like. Who is listening? Yeah, it's like we have a substantial presence in the Middle East, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool to see kind of the reach of the show and just see it's more than just Chicago. It's people kind of all over, which is cool. And my mom's also a big fan. I mean, I I would hope that my mom would be supportive, but the long text messages that she sends me full of emojis. They're so wholesome. It's just so great. My mom sent me a picture this morning of three honeys that she has purchased since the beekeeping episode. That's awesome. And one of them is from New Zealand. Another one is from Central California. And the other one is from Florida. And she goes, winning honey, winning honey emoji of a honey pot. So far as the middle one from California made with ro- red rose, clover and lilac. <laughs> She goes, next, I'm going to get a tropical wildflower brand. Yes, fun. 
So I think honestly I'm, changing lives. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna like go home next, and there's gonna be like 40 different kinds of honey. <laughs> I think that's. I feel like it's very on brand because I remember after we recorded that episode, like Lee texted us a day later buying local honey and was like addicted. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was it's very... so much better. They actually, I, I've confirmed they do have local honey at Mariano's. Uh, Bee Love Honey mm-hmm. is made here in Chicago. I believe it's a nonprofit organization that hires like formerly incarcerated individuals, which yeah. is really cool. Mm-hmm. And you can just find it in the grocery store, which is awesome. It's like pretty accessible. All right. So let's, uh, let's dig into some of uh, the updates on our communities. Um, first of all, I was honored to bring Patrick to a so far show a couple of weeks ago. My first one. What do you think? I really liked it. It was a very big first one, I feel like, being <laughs> uh, on top of the Hancock Center downtown, which is very, very cool. I like music. I like live music. I don't like being in giant, massive crowds if I don't know where I am. This was not that. It was very, there were still a lot of people, but everyone definitely had plenty of space. Uh, never really felt crowded. Everyone was just sitting on the floor, enjoying the experience. We had pretty decent seats. Uh, we were very close off to the side. And it was very surreal listening to music and then looking to your right and seeing like just all of the city out like and part of the the lakeshore and everything like that. And then being able again to just turn your head back and be like, oh, that's right. I'm at a concert right now, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was very, which is a very fun experience. And it very, it really made me want to go to more some of the smaller shows, experience that type of stuff. It's very different. Um, I have an update on Centro Romero. What's here? Mm-hmm. The uh, the Refugee and Immigration Services Center in Rogers Park. We spoke to Katie Maranzana from Centro about midway through season one. So after the episode came out, I've spoken to people and gotten some good feedback from that episode. So that's a episode that was that's, another great episode. Since that episode came out, I've spoken to somebody who's a teacher in CPS, and she's using that episode to teach about immigration history and refugee history in the city of Chicago for some no of her way. students. Yeah, very, very cool. cool. Yeah, if we've done nothing else, we've like helped shape curriculum. Like, that's wow, <laughs> that's so cool. Trailblazers, I know, pretty pretty badass. And then um, I know one person who has started volunteering there because she heard about it on this show. It's a fantastic organization. If you're interested in volunteering, it's just as simple as emailing aevolunteer at centroromero.org. and you can mention the show, and they'll know kind of who sent you and what you're looking for. But the process is super straightforward. So if you are interested in volunteering, that's how you do it. On the other episode front, it's finally warming up a little bit in Chicago. I sat mm-hmm. outside and I went to go get coffee with a friend and we were like sitting outside and we were right in the sun and I took off my jacket and was totally okay. It reminded me that beach volleyball season is coming very, very soon. Um, they typically put polls in the first week of May. Uh, so over the last three years, it's usually been between May 7th and May 10th. So happy birthday to me. My birthday is May 7th and it's great, great sh- that Chicago does that for me. Uh, <laughs> That's such a nice present. I also I also got an email from Chicago Sport and Social, the rec league. They are taking registrations for summer beach volleyball leagues as well. So that's a good sign that you know it's coming. So go sign up, get a team together, or just, you know, sign up as an individual contributor and be put on a team with your new friends. Yeah. Lee, you've been practicing over the winter, haven't you? You've been playing indoor volleyball. Yeah, yeah. So the people I usually play on the beach with... This was the first winter ever that we all we've been playing through consistently. So we're starting our third league now indoors. 
We haven't been doing great because um, I convinced my team to move up a like league division this this winter, and I mean we're all like kind of at the edge of seventeen. Sorry, <laughs> I was right there with you. <laughs> I don't get the reference. On the edge of. 17. Stevie Nicks? Come on. <laughs> oh, Lee. Oh, Lee. This is your lucky moment. Are yeah, you serious? This, no, for real. <laughs> Stevie Nicks is a national treasure. I mean, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. sure this. My dad actually vacationed with Stevie Nicks once. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Can we get him on the show? Yeah, like that. we don't need to talk about a community. We'll just ask him he about shooting because I feel like she is a community. Yeah, he was shooting a commercial in Hawaii, and they were staying at the same hotel as her. And they like met at the pool, and I don't know like exactly what happened, but then like she showed up with a bottle of tequila, and they drank like a bottle of tequila like across five people and got hammered and <laughs> whoa i okay i thought the story was going to end at like he was shooting a commercial in hawaii and was in the same hotel as her because like that's not vacation like if that's the case i vacationed with the entire Carolina no they Panthers like went on they year. like <laughs> continued to road trip <laughs> <laughs> yep me and cam newton went to green bay wisconsin for a wedding slash football game <laughs> My parents have seen Fleetwood Mac in, I'm pretty sure, every decade they have been performing since. Uh-huh. And I, that's very much not an exaggeration. That's <laughs> like, crazy. I'm pretty sure my parents have seen Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks at least 10 times. What are we talking about? Being on the edge of going up a tier. Volleyball stardom. Like, we're all good, but we're just not consistent as a team. But I was like, it'll be a lot more fun to actually be challenged than to play against teams that mm-hmm. like can't rally. And so I think we ended like second to last in our first round and then like third to last, which a little bit better. But yeah. But like you guys are, it sounds like you're improving and you're playing up. So you're, you got to be, you're, you know, you're getting stronger. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be a lot better for the beach this year. Exactly. Oh, that's very exciting though. And I can't wait till we drag Sam out to the, the beach. Yes. I'm not going to be great, but I'm going to have fun. I, I'm That's not going to be part. great either. Okay. We'll, we'll just we'll, we'll be there to have fun. <laughs> Speaking of the weather changing, though, the Hive, the Hive Supply, the beekeeping store in Garfield Park, they are actually starting up uh, beekeeping classes. So uh, starting in April, they're going to have beekeeping 101 classes at Chicago Rebuilding Exchange, awesome. which is in, I want to say, Lincoln Park. That's another community we've talked about doing in the Rebuilding Exchange. Yeah, it's a really cool spot and just a, a fascinating organization of like what they can do with like recycled goods yeah it's very cool but so uh classes start i think the first one is april 14th you can register online at the hives website so i might be there so if you're interested i absolutely want to join awesome let's do that together very cool yeah i was walking down my street the other day and noticed that the trees on my street are like starting to bud a little bit and i'm like ah it's bee season I, it's yeah. time to pollinate. <laughs> I recently got a Chicago, like, it's like an urban garden plot. And I was super excited to just plant a bunch of, like, native grasses and milkweed and stuff like that. Yeah. And they had to, we had, like, a, a orientation meeting. And they had to be like, um, actually, you have to plant produce and, like, no grasses because they spread too fast. And, yeah. like all this stuff and so i was kind of like let down but then they're like we do have a pollinator plot though and i was like i will happily take the pollinator plot like let me just fill that 
thing with milkweed. I hope you have a better community garden experience than I've had the last two years. I know. I've we're, heard moving, this... we're moving. We're oh, moving. Wow. Uh, it's drama. There's been some drama, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why the people in the plot, I've been kind of... Do you want to say it on air? Like, I don't want you to get I mean, in trouble. I don't, I don't really care about these people. No. I okay. just... <laughs> <laughs> no. I have had a plot in a community garden for, this is we got third year, but... Where we've been the last two years, the people have just been really catty and kind of mean to each other, which is not what you would expect from a community garden experience. Like there was a wasp net near the hose in the community garden last year. And so I think rationally somebody didn't want to go like wheel up the hose because there was a bunch of wasps wasps there. And somebody took a picture of the hose not being wound up and posted it on the communal Facebook group and like went on this tirade about like how like somebody is so lazy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God, like, this is such a passive aggressive, awful way to like shame somebody. Shouldn't a community garden plot just be a happy space? Like you'd hope. Yeah, like you'd hope, right? I don't know. I guess too, like wasps are a good excuse for a lot of things. For yes. Me. If it's like, well, why didn't you do this? Because there were a bunch of wasps there. Like, well, pass. <laughs> like, yeah. You get it. Oh, um, that's a valid excuse. So yeah, but uh, it sounds like they're pretty hardcore at your community yeah. garden. Well, we'll see about the one we're doing this year. As far as other communities we've covered go, I know Train Jam just happened, right? Yes, it did. On the way to GDC, which happened this past week. And they had a bit bash event to kind of kick that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Natasha from the Pokemon Go episode was there and posting uh, videos on her Instagram. So I was like, oh, like Train Jam must have just happened. Again, they've done it for quite a few years now. I think this is their fifth year, fourth or fifth year. If you want, you can always go onto the website. You can just Google Indie Train Jam. Uh, it'll take you there. And uh, they have links for the past years for all the games that they've made uh, that people have submitted, as well as if you want to go for this year's already, uh, you can track the tag Train Jam 2019 on Twitter, and you'll see people who documented their experience as well as are starting to post links to first kind of playthroughs of their games that they that they made. Yeah, so that's our kind of check-in on the communities. I have a game for you guys if you want to humor me for a second. Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, so I want to go around and then have us each name a community that we're either already have scheduled in talks with or just a community that we want to cover. And whoever it lands on that we can't think of one loses. Okay, who starts? I'll start. Is there dice involved? Do we get to roll dice in this game? No. Okay, I'll start with Chididerad. Lil Street Art Center. Uh, Chicago Peregrine Project. Mm, Show of Hands Art Cafe. Bookseller in Lincoln Square. Uh, The Empty Bottle. Running Clubs. Distilleries. Um, Oh, Big Chicks. Forteza Sword Fighting. Japanese Gardens in Bronzeville. Rugby. The Leather Archives Museum. Chicago Barista Scene. Fuck it, let's get the mayor on here. Which one? <laughs> we'll find out. Current you or, guys remember or. to vote, everybody. <laughs> um, rock climbing. Marathon, Chicago Marathon community. Uh, Freemasons. <laughs> that is not a joke. There's not a, a joke. story behind that one. I would one. love to get a Freemason on here to talk uh, about. He followed up with me recently and I ignored him. Why did you ignore him? Because I don't. <laughs> it's a little terrifying. Because you're, you're scared of like shadowy, secretive organizations that are probably really nice in practice, but just have like centuries of yeah, stigma. like a t- yeah, like a t- well. T- so t- I posted on our Instagram whether or not we should cover it, and it was like ninety two percent of people said, "Do not like run away." Really? <laughs> yeah. See, why, actually, why the, the only person hate? who said yes was you and me. So 
Honestly, though, that's probably a reason why we shouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is hilarious. Um, I actually, I just don't know much about them. I think it'd be interesting conversation, but. It'd be very interesting. No one can deny that. Um, I think I'm out of communities. Damn it. You're out. All right. We did it. <laughs> Yay. I didn't lose. Mm, I'm sure I could think of somewhere. It's okay. Um, I mean, it's a big city. So yeah, I don't know. It continues to be one of my favorite things about this podcast is I have conversations with people and they just tell me about something that they either like experienced on a weekend or something that they're doing or into. Like uh, another one, a friend who's just recently started doing woodworking classes. Ooh. And apparently it's like a really diverse, interesting class of people that she's in. So Love yeah, it. it's been cool to like continually bring conversations back to oh that would be a great podcast episode to see you know talking to one person and then seeing all the other communities that come out of it so like talking to again name and campbell at the hive but there's also the garfield park conservatory and there's chicago rebuilding exchange and there's be love honey and there's all these other like groups that just spring out of these conversations it's just it's cool to see how these conversations the questions open up more deep questions which is nice well so next week we have a pretty interesting episode coming up we are talking to carter petray who is from the lords of the pit and that's all I'm going to give you guys. This sounds like another one that I'm going to know so much about. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel any better for as many nerdy things that I know. I also knew nothing about this community. Hey, I actually, so. to be fair, I actually think I know more about this community than I did about Pokemon Go. Okay. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I was extremely deep into this for a while, but I got out. I got out. And I'm <laughs> lucky. I'm thankful to say that I haven't been dragged back in, but talking to Carter, it was definitely tempting. All right, so keep a keep a lookout for that. We'll be back next Tuesday with our regular uh, podcast format and interview with with Carter. Please continue to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find us. Please tell your friends about us. Shout out to my friend who is also a Chicago public school teacher who told her entire class about our podcast and then wrote it on the board. Um, so gotta love that support. Follow us on Instagram at Society, Twitter, Society Pod. Send us an email at societypodcast at gmail.com and check out our website at society.com. I'm Sam. I'm Patrick. And I'm Lee. Thanks for listening. <laughs>